Welcome, 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 and hi, it's been a while. Welcome to Objectively Wrong, presented by the Next Minute Up. As always, I am John, that is a teen. Woo! We are kind of back. I forgot to put my jersey back on. Oh my God, put it on now. I'm going to put that back on. <laughs> Start talking. All right, welcome to the show. <laughs> if you haven't found out, this is a solo show now. John is dead. Um, We will mourn his passing. It's been a long summer. Oh my God, he's risen from the grave. Yay. I heard you say this is a solo show now, and then yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll put this one faster so he shuts up. <laughs> um, so, as you can see, now we're so freaking ready because it is finally preseason ball. First week of preseason balls in the books. Um, For me, it's the second week. Uh, so, today's main focus is the NFC. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. Guys, when you introduce shot takes, we're starting next week. Yeah. Epteen does not have any alcohol. Hey, I have margarita mix. <laughs> no. So, uh, we're, we're going to start. We're going to reload our shot. We're going to start our shot takes and probably reload them next week in some capacity. Uh, we got to put them together first. But trust me, we did not forget about a very integral part of this show. Yes, liver failure. Liver failure. So, what we're doing today is we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a, a look in in the state of the NFC right now. A little bit of a stock up, stock down. Uh, next week we'll do the AFC, and we're starting on the NFC today because there's been a little bit more news on the NFC front recent. the past couple of weeks. Yeah. More recent, yeah. Um, and also, the other thing we'll say to you guys, I, I want to make sure we're clear about this. The last two episodes that we dropped on, were they dropped at the same time, YouTube and yeah. audio? Mm -hmm. The last two episodes we dropped were recorded, I think you put it in the description, were recorded not that close together. No, during I, the summer. Right, during the summer. The summer got away from us a little bit. I had an exam. Emptine is 10 days away from another exam. Oh, that's scary. So we... <laughs> So we apologize. We were not able to provide as regular content as we would have liked to, um, but we're back. Weekly episodes, probably probably a little bit more than weekly for the next couple of episodes. We got a few things we want to get in there. But uh, for the most part, back to our normally scheduled programming. Welcome to the 2022-2023 NFL season. Um, we're excited. We hope you are too. And let's just start talking about divisions because there's been so much movement in the NFL this offseason. So much juggling and wheeling and dealing. So much so that it culminated this morning in an unbelievable blockbuster trade. The Eagles traded away J.J. Ortega Whiteside for Their a defensive number one wide receiver. <laughs> I, I don't even know what number he was. First of all, he's not a wide receiver anymore. He's a tight end. That's why he's the number one wide receiver. <laughs> Secondly, I don't know what number he was now. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I think Rieger's, Rieger was obviously above him because he's still in the building. Um, Britton Covey, Quez Watkins. He's no higher than, say, Zach Pascal, so he's not even six. Uh, there's more. Yeah, yeah, not, not so good. So, Bye. <laughs> Get out. 
Uh, what a miss. I, I find it hilarious, though, that Eagle fans complained about taking him over DK Metcalf, and now they're teammates, at least for the next week or so. Don't worry. Think- DK Metcalf will eventually be an Eagle. Probably not now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to happen, and then they traded for A.J. Brown instead, which I greatly prefer. So, yeah. So, preseason has begun. And I, I there's a lot of things that are non-football-y happening. But the first football-y thing we want to talk about is, um, is Kyler Murray. We missed that because we were busy. And I want to analyze that quickly because okay. it's going to take I, – I, I know we're kind of deviating from the script a little, but I want to do this one before we do anything else because it's a pretty significant market-setting contract. Mm-hmm. And I raised this first because we also just heard in the news an AFC thing, Lamar Jackson. Oh my God! Said that he is not going to negotiate a contract once the season begins. Once he's going to get franchise tagged, isn't he? He may end up getting tagged. Yeah. So, I think we've gotten to a point where it might be obvious. I don't know if Baltimore trusts him. I don't know if Baltimore wants to go Lamar Jackson moving forward. I think they've been having so, that feeling like basically one year post his MVP season. So here's the Kyler Murray contract. Okay. Kyler Murray, I there was much ado about a clause in the contract that mm-hmm. Kyler Murray needed to put in four hours of film study of like a week or something. First of all, does that not seem low to anybody? <laughs> like to me, that seems low. Like that doesn't even seem like it needed to be in the contract. But the fact that it was low and needed to be in the contract tells me that was Kyler Murray really watching less film? Because that's concerning. <laughs> My That's, favorite part, we'll get, we'll get, actually, I'll save it. I'll save it. My favorite save part, that? Tyler Murray, I'm going to save. <laughs> okay. You want to save it when we get to his division? No. When okay. you're done with him studying. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm done with the studying already. I was just going to say the numbers. Do you want to bring it up now? Yeah, no, say the numbers. Say the numbers. Okay. So, Kyler Murray signed a five-year extension, normal, which I believe kicks in in 2024, and the extension is... For two hundred and thirty and a half million, yeah, two hundred and thirty point five million dollars, <laughs> with a signing bonus of twenty nine million, and guaranteed cash of one hundred and sixty million for an average annual salary of forty six point one million dollars. Yeah, his cap hit this year and next year are still early cap hits twelve million, twelve point six, and then sixteen. His cap hit in 2024 balloons to $51 million. And the out in this contract is not until 2028. Now, shall we talk about uh, how he ranks when you just talk about average value per year? Sure. So number one is Aaron Rodgers. Which 50 is? Million. 50 million. Number two is Kyler Murray. 46,100,000. Yeah, because Mahomes is 45. Number three is Deshaun Watson, 46. Then you got Mahomes and Allen to fall uh to do their top five at 45 and 43. So here's the problem, everybody. The best two quarterbacks in the National Football League are fourth and fifth. Good deals. Great deals. <laughs> yeah. Great deals. Great deals. 
Kyler Murray reset the market. No, 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 no. See, the Browns made the decision. <laughs> no, no, the Browns. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that briefly later. But the uh, you know what's funny is this got kind of swept under the rug a little bit. It just kind of happened, and then nobody discussed it much. What Hollywood Brown just got arrested. Really? Hollywood, I think it was a DUI. I think Hollywood Brown just got a DUI. And New Hopkins is out for six games. Yeah. They traded for Hollywood Brown, if I recall correctly, for a one. Yeah. I think it cost them a first-round pick to get Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Hollywood's going to get suspended or anything. I think it was a DUI, though. Um, now you see my whole view of the Cardinals coming into shape right now. <laughs> listen, the... Oh, their first time practicing together was today. Yeah. And it was criminal speeding for Hollywood Brown. Uh, was there a DUI tied to that? I don't think so. There might have been. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was August 3rd. He was driving. Oh, dear God. He was pulled over driving in a 65 zone at 126 miles an hour <laughs> at 7 a.m., Yeah. Oh, in Arizona, criminal speeding is defined as anything 20 miles per hour over the posted speed limit. Well, he did that three times. Uh, it. I don't think... I don't think there was a DUI, so I misspoke. I apologize. But, yeah, criminal speeding. I knew it was something with a car. So, guys, it, there's nowhere you gotta be that fast. Just slow down. It, it's okay. If you want to go that fast, go to space. So Kyler Murray has to now build rapport with a receiver that shouldn't have been traded for for a first-round pick at all. While absent his best target for six games for Mm -hmm. PEDs, I believe. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. So, Oh, and also Christian Kirk's a Jaguar now. Remember? (laughs) Remember? Oh, I remember. (laughs) Remember the wide receiver setting contract? The problem is I remember the contract. That's the part I remember. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm kind of unhappy about it. So, yeah, I, I I do remember it. And it's not good that I remember it. So, I don't know what to make of Arizona right now. I think they're a little confused. Like, that. that's what this has to be, right? Their, their current uh, wide receiver core uh, that's been in camp, right, is what? Rondale Moore, A.J. Green. Andy Isabella. Is AJ Green still there? Is he? I don't know if he is. I will. Oh, no, he, no, he is. He is. He is. Yeah, he is. Um, he is. Andy Isabella probably shouldn't be, but for now he is. And then uh, you have Zach Ertz and Trey McBride. Yeah, the Trey McBride pick has got I me. Mean, listen, they still have targets. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say they don't have targets. What I can say is that Kyler Murray is the second, or is the second or third highest AAV. Uh, he was second behind uh, <laughs> behind Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. So either way, if he was second or third, it was still too high because there are four elite quarterbacks in the NFL right now. There are four true blue blue chip prospects moving forward, franchise quarterbacks at this moment, and they're not in the NFC. None of them are. So, I uh, which by the way is crazy. But Burrow and Herbert now get to work against this contract. Yeah. As those the Lamar, Chargers are not going to pay Herbert. I refuse to believe it. 
Oh, that's I'm counting on it. Yeah. As an Eagles fan, I'm counting on it. <laughs> because if Jalen Hurts doesn't pan out, it will likely coincide closely with when Herbert hits free agency. And I'm ready. And you know Joe Burrow is getting paid. You want to know why you know that? The Bengals stadium is named now. <laughs> yeah. So they, they're, they're saving money to pay Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to be a Bengal forever. Yeah. He, he is going to be a Bengal. Justin Herbert probably won't be a Charger. It's very possible he won't be a Charger. Um, now, my favorite Kyler Murray story of the offseason has nothing to do with him studying. Okay. It has, everything to, it has everything to do with him and Cliff Kingsbury and their working relationship where <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury made Kyler Murray oh, put play the call. on. He made yeah. Kyler Murray play call in the preseason to see how hard it was. <laughs> to see that it wasn't like Madden. You know what's really funny is that Cliff Kingsbury also makes it look hard. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, I, I don't I don't think he needed to display that. But, yeah, he also makes it look hard. I, I find this di- interesting because it's kind of a weird juxtaposition between what – which is such not a football word. But it's such an interesting comparison between the Kingsbury and Kyler relationship and, for example, the Jalen Hurts-Nick Sirianni relationship. Okay. Nick Sirianni would take a bullet for Jalen Hurts. Like the way he talks about Jalen Hurts is almost uncomfortable. <laughs> Whereas Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury appear to be at odds all the time. Oh yeah. So and they have the same agent and they both decide to re-up with each other. Right. What is going on here? I, listen, you and I have been pretty outspoken on this show that Cliff Kingsbury is not our favorite coach. Uh I think we haven't been outspoken enough. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we think he sticks but oh god he had 104 guaranteed at signing dear god at signing you're gonna give that guy that much money I, I, so let's let's I, talk whatever. about let's c talk minus about the NFC divisions because we're already talking about the cardinals we'll start at the nfc you want to start in this you want to start in the west yeah because we're talking about the cardinals right now. let's start in the west the, the, the whole the can whole you send me that link can you send me that link again sure the yeah, whole exercise try. of this episode is Stock up, stock down. Yeah. And let's start with Arizona Cardinals. Now, you know how I feel. The Cardinals, for me, are poised for kind of a mediocre, very disappointing. Did you change the San Fran record? Yeah. I I fixed the Tampa. You're such an idiot. Go ahead. Because you cannot. Whatever. Continue. Well, that's we're the, doing record. That's the only game I switched. We're doing records in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's <laughs> the only game I switched because it's like, a oh, good man. thing you guys can't see this right yeah. now. Because <laughs> you'd be appalled. The amount of screaming that is going to take place <laughs> that has already taken place, and we haven't changed anything yet. The amount of Ebtine went ahead and did this two weeks ago. Like two weeks like, ago, yeah. He's like, hey, let me. Just one day because I was bored. He's like, hey, let me show you what I'm seeing. I was like, okay, cool. And I opened it and I saw what he gave the Raiders and I immediately vomited. <laughs> I didn't actually, but I wasn't happy. Anyway, anyway go ahead. Continue. Uh, I think the Cardinals are going to miss the playoffs. Cliff Kingsbury always collapses. It's not like, oh, he always does this. It's literally a pattern. Like, <laughs> like every single season, his team collapsed at the end of the season. And now they're going to start the first six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins. with. Like Hollywood Brown barely practicing, they're poised to just miss the playoffs off this. 
And their first three weeks are the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Rams. Up or down? Stock down, down. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. I've been watching Game of Thrones, so I'm going to do thumbs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, that's not that's not Game of Thrones. I think that's, that's, just uh, a, that's just a Roman Empire thing. Like, no, it's, it's no, it was a movie. Damn Gladiator. it, Gladiator. Was, was it Gladiator? Is that Has what that was? Gladiator. Yeah, might have been. All right. <laughs> you know, historically, the thumbs down meant they would stay and stay on this planet, and thumbs up means send them to heaven. So thumbs up actually meant kill them. But you know that doesn't play well. Thumbs with, up meant kill them. Yeah. All right. This goes to you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right. Who's next? For those that are listening only, I gave Emptina thumbs up for death. All right, let's. Uh, next up is you want to do Seattle quickly? Seattle. All right, stock way down. Drew Lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stock down. Uh, you just got JJ Ortega Whiteside, and you're desperate or stupid. Stock down. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I Seattle doesn't have anything to write home about. There's not Seattle, a whole lot of good. There. Look forward to your top ten pick because it's coming. I am a huge advocate, huge advocate of the um, the importance of coaching, and I am an advocate that Seattle has one of the league's better coaches. Do they though? Yes, they do. There's so many not good coaches. All right. And there's like five or six like actually good coaches, like obviously good coaches, and I believe he's one of them. And but there is only so much coaching can do. It can't make Drew Locke that good, and it can't turn Geno Smith into an eight-win quarterback. Uh, that's a nice little look into where we think Seattle's going to end up this year, record-wise. Probably south of eight, at least. <laughs> Let's go to uh, San Francisco. Now, San Francisco, uh, I think we disagree. We do. I have San Francisco as a stock down team, but not really anything because of their moves. It's more of just, I think Trey Lance is going to be extremely inconsistent this year, and it's going to be uneven. I think San Francisco knows this, and they're comfortable with that idea. I'm stock up for essentially the same reason, but the inverse. The way I view it is... San Francisco is not is, is not a pass-happy football team, nor should they be. They are built as a balanced offense to throw and to run. Trey Lance allows you to do both. Jimmy allowed you to do neither. So the, 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 the vacuum that you want to put San Fran, at least the vacuum that I want to put San Fran in, is it's a team that clearly operates differently than the majority of the rest of the NFL. Obviously, they operate differently than the other teams in their division. Um, by the way, speaking of other teams in the division, did you hear <laughs> I dropped something. Did you hear that Chris Carson retired? Yeah, because of running back? Uh, was it the neck, neck, neck injuries, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I mean, smart of him to be done. I think that's the right play. Especially um, on a team that's not going to compete. Right. What a shame, though. Yeah. I was so good for like three years. It's really a damn shame. It's always the worst when you see a dude that is just consistently good just fall off because of the injuries. What a shame. Um, you know, I hope you're good. It's Rashad Penny time. I hope you're good. I hope I hope you're good, Chris Carson. You you were a really, really fun player to watch. Uh, just kind of out of nowhere. That it, it emerged out of nowhere. And oh, then, yeah. Emerged out of nowhere. The injury emerged. thing was no. 
No, no, we knew about the injuries, but I'm saying he emerged out of nothing. It was just like, boom, I'm Chris Carson. Here I am. And you were good. Um, But back to San Fran, I just, I view San Fran as a layered team that hasn't lost much and they were able to coax Debo Samuel to stay, which was not expected. Nobody thought Debo was really going to stay. I don't think either one of us thought Debo was staying. I thought he was gone. We a lot of people. Everyone I honestly think. Yes. I honestly think Debo uh, was kind of bad timing. I think Debo thought he was gone. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think if Debo made all this uproar at the very beginning of free agency, he'd be gone. right. He'd be more than gone. So Debo's got this year. Uh, next year and the year after now under contract with a potential out in 2025. But the contract and there's also additional money if he gets too many running back <laughs> plays. <laughs> yeah, so it's 41 minutes. So his total contract is three years, 71 and a half. Good money. Uh, guaranteed of 58, which is fantastic work mm-hmm. by the agent. That's really well done. Uh, 41 million guaranteed of signing with an average of 23.8. That's very good. Cap hit this year and next year of 6-6 six, six, and 8-6. Six. That's team-friendly. 2024, that skyrockets to $28 million. So San Fran's given themselves basically a two-year window. Yeah. Uh, he can become a UFA after the 2026 season. But here are his uh, here are his parameters, or I guess incentives. He's going to get $650,000 if he eclipses 380 yards rushing. That's almost assured to hit. However, that incentive doesn't kick in until next season. Mm-hmm. So 2022, he's playing as much running back as they can make him play. Um, He's got a per game active bonus of $44,000. He's got... Regular guarantees owed to him on April 1st. It's a very nuanced contract. But then 2023, 4, and 5, he can earn 650000 if he eclipses 380 yards rushing, or I guess if he gets to 380 or above, and an additional $150,000 for three rushing touchdowns or more. His 2026 and 7 years are dummy years. There's $8.5 million a dead cap. They automatically void. So... Debo Samuel got himself an interesting contract and he signed it. So you have to assume that he's comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, a, a giant bird just flew by my window. It was, it was giant or just a shadow. I think it was just a shadow. I think it was the Seahawks coming for us. <laughs> it, looked like, it looked like a pigeon. So, Oh, like the Seahawks build this year. Yeah, kind of. So I, I don't think San Fran's taken much of a step back. I think you've got your best – you've got, in my opinion, gun to my head, the best player in the NFL on your roster, the best total, at least offensive player in the NFL. And you've got him happy under a contract in which he will still likely run the ball. He's only 26 years old, so you can run him as much as you want. You've got a second-year quarterback who got the opportunity to hang back for most of last year and learn from a decent coach in Kyle Shanahan. I know we've had discussions on this show before of just how good is Shanahan. And we've said both he's good. And then other times of like, maybe he's overrated. He might be, but there are worse coaches. Yeah. I, I, I look at San Fran as a contender 
because this is a team that last year, in my opinion, a worse San Fran team got to the conference title and lost a not that good game. So I don't know. I, I think this will be interesting to, to see with San Fran. I think if any team is going to surpass the Rams in that division this year, it would likely be San Francisco. That's the I don't I think I don't think there's a chance for any team to surpass. It would require a, a significant injury. So let's so let's go to the Rams. Yeah. And I I stocked up San Fran, and I'm gonna like stock equal LA. Can I just say stock down because there's really nowhere higher you can go? I they mean, I can Super Bowl. Listen, I can say stock down for a couple reasons. Yeah. Stock down one because Stafford, I think, strained something the other day in practice. Stock down. Cam Akers is still working himself back. Yeah, but he's back. I mean, he is back, but like, yeah. Uh, no, Andrew, no Whit- Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth retired. Yeah. Uh, no Beckham yet. Uh, Von Miller left, but you did add Bobby Wagner. Um, the only problem is, to me, this is still the best team in the NFC. <laughs> I, you're probably right on paper. You're probably right. I'm, I'm going to keep them stocked down because, again, I, I put a lot of value in O-line, and I think it did get worse. I think the O-line did take a step back. Um, and that's about it. That's all I have on on L.A. In my opinion, the NFC conference is the Rams to lose. The C and NFC is conference. Who cares? You just said the <laughs> NFC conference. Uh, you want me to say the NF conference? I would just say the NFC. I would like to say the conference. National Football Conference conference, okay? Yeah. They're dumb. so bad they need it twice. You're dumb. <laughs> You're a dumb guy. <laughs> I always like <laughs> what? It's been a long summer. It has been a long summer. It's fun. I, I always love like I love delivering like stupid like as you know, I'm like not. I, the insults that we slick at each other are all like BS. So like, I love that when I just, I can look down the barrel of the camera, you'd be like, you're dumb. <laughs> and just like, so, so calmly, like, I'm just like, Evteen, just, it's okay. You're an idiot. It, it just, it's great. It's it's not like, no, I hate you when you're stupid. The second part of that is true. It's just not that show yet. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, we haven't sold out and become Skip Bayless yet. Uh, but I will sell out for Skip Bayless money. <laughs> did you see, speaking of Fox Sports personality, did you see what? Uh, did you see what Colin Coward said the other day about Daniel Jones? What? what did we call him underrated or something? We, no, when we go, to, okay, when we go, no, he didn't. It was. I think it was the best analysis of Daniel Jones yet. It was objectively the funniest, and then I, I'll show you the video later. But for those that haven't seen it, go look up Colin Cowherd, Daniel Jones. It'll be in the last week or so. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll elaborate on it when we get to the NFC East. But um, of the NFC East, let's go to the. You NFC want to go to the East now? Yeah. Do you want to start with New York? Sure. Okay, <laughs> let's start with New York. So I'm going to go with a heavy stock down. I don't think it's a stock down. How are they, how, how are they going to sink lower? Oh, no. You can absolutely say stock up. I can't argue it. They added Kayvon Thibodeau, and they still have who they have. I got it. Yeah. You, know, you want to say by default stock up, go ahead. But so what Colin Coward said was he's like, you know, you talk around the league about Daniel Jones, and there's a bit of analysis that I heard that somebody mentioned, and, and I think it's dead on. It's like Daniel Jones looks like a guy that played quarterback at Duke. <laughs> I don't you guys like quarterback at Duke. Well, because Duke is a basketball school. Yeah. Duke, Duke is not a football school at all. 
He's like, let's get guys. It's like he looks like a guy that isn't an NFL quarterback. He looks like a guy that you talk to sometime in the future. Be like, he's like, yeah, oh, I played quarterback. Oh, where Duke? It's like, yeah, all right, I believe that. <laughs> and, and he said it that way, and I was like, son of a bitch, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You bastard. I'm in. The New York Giants lost Joe Judge. That's okay. a win. That's they a win. Hired, they hired which Brian? Brian Dable. Brian Dable. That's a win. That's a win. Um, they I drafted have... Thibodeau and Neal. Great wins. Couple of wins. This is all to say stock up, but maybe one more game. <laughs> uh, God, until you get rid of Daniel Jones, I don't think I will. The backup quarterback is Tyrod is Tyrod Taylor now instead of Mike Glennon. Yeah, but that's only that's a stock up. That's only important after they draft a quarterback because then you know who they draft. Well, did they really not? Do they still not draft one? Right? They still didn't draft one. I don't think so. What are you doing? You know, it's crazy. When was uh, when was Malik Willis drafted? Third round. I Third think? round, right? Something like Matt that. Corral, like what? Fourth or fifth? Desmond Ritter. Third. They're all I, better. I think. I think Ritter was before Willis. They're they're all better than Daniel Jones. Yeah, let me check. I'm curious now. I'm gonna check the uh the, the court where the quarterbacks went. I don't remember exactly, but but uh if you've been if you've been looking at camp Twitter for the New York Giants, um, it's so bad. They were they were all third. They were all third round. It's so bad for the Giants right now that they're seriously wondering like who will catch the football. Because, yeah. because Kenny Galladay is not getting catches. If you remember, Kenny Galladay is a giant. <laughs> Darius Tony for like half the offseason looked like he wasn't going to be a giant anymore. I mean. <laughs> I I don't have a whole lot of positives to say. Until you get rid of Daniel Jones. It's time to move on from him. Like, I, I don't understand why it's taking so long. Here's who the Giants drafted after their first round, which was great. Their first round was great. Round two, they drafted Wandale Robinson. Mm-hmm. Basically just the worst Kadarius Tony. Not a good pick. Round three, they drafted Joshua Ezuedo, an offensive lineman, and Cordell Flott, a corner. Both round three picks. How was one of those? What, not pi- what what picks were they? What number picks were they? Sixty-seven you know? and eighty-one. Sixty-seven and eighty-one. Yeah, sixty-seven was over every quarterback. Eighty-one was after Ritter, but it was before Willis and Corral. You had options. Yeah, I just I don't understand. Now to everyone's least favorite team. The Washington Commanders. Oh, Washington Commanders. Uh, stock, Ron Rivera is getting fired midseason. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a good football coach. I know he's a good man. But that team's gone. <laughs> there's, a, there's a problem. They fired the D-line coach like a week ago. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And the reason was like, I think it was like philosophical differences. Like at this point in the season, the the only philosophy should be let's win. So unless one of them was like, nah, let's lose, that then it wasn't philosophical differences. <laughs> so if one let's of them was like not nah, different this time, let's lose. <laughs> it reminds me of a college humor video where it was like Wa Dan, 
And it was like, what if we increase the amount of traded hot links so we can increase traffic to partner sites? And then the other guy was like, what if we decreased it and decreased traffic to partner sites? It's like, what? That wouldn't be good. <laughs> it's also not possible. What are you talking about? Like, if you lose, you cannot lose in the NFL and still win. Trent Dilfer. Has, has Washington paid Terry McLaurin yet? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Why did why did you take that the amount of sirens? Uh, can you hear that? No. You really can't. I can't hear sirens. Can you now? No. Ah, yeah, there it is. It's, it's <laughs> screaming, and it's is right that outside. the ambulance coming for Washington season? I I don't know, but it's the loudest thing in the world. Why is Terry McLaurin signing? How do I spell his name? Terry. There it is. I got it. <laughs> no, I his full name. Spot rack needs your full name. Got it. Terry McLaurin. Did he sign that contract? I believe he did. Yeah, he did. He signed an extension back in June. Why? And it was for well, the why is because it was 34, 34 million guaranteed at signing with an average of just under 23 million a year. Three I still years wouldn't have done it. Three years, 68 3. Uh, if you've paid attention to national Twitter, uh, Carson Wentz is overthrowing his wide receivers again. Shocking! Yeah. Um, <laughs> the receiver he never overthrew was Deshaun Jackson because you can't. My uh, my favorite story about Washington is the defensive lineman yelling at Carson Wentz to throw the football while Are he's they really? chasing him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't you can't hit him. So he's just chasing Carson once who's moving around and, and he's yeah. like, throw the football, throw, throw the, the football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's funny. There was like an interviewer the other day that like asked Carson Wentz, like, basically, are you going to die? Like he asked him, he basically did. He asked him, he was like, you're cast up in Philly, cast up in Indianapolis. Does this feel like your last stop? And that was a weird question to ask. <laughs> I don't know if you need to ask that question in August. <laughs> I, 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 that just seems really uncomfortable. So maybe we ask different questions next time. Now, uh, I loved Jahan Dotson. Uh, he's a Washington commander now. <laughs> uh, so it was looking bright for a second there. I, I'm stocked down as well. I, I'm not buying their defense anymore. Um, it doesn't their, seem their to... defensive line coach got fired. The D line coach got fired, and that was their best unit. So I'm yeah. a little, con- I'm just very confused. Um, and I also don't love the unit. Like I, I've been, I've long been kind of a Chase Young detractor. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I, I'm not sold. I don't see it. And then he just spent the whole last year hurt. So. I think it's going to get bad for Washington before it gets bad. I also just remembered Sam Howell's on this team. Yes, he is. Your favorite quarterback. <laughs> so the quarterback room is Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, and Sam Howell. What? How, how, what? What's the, what's the over-under on that midseason firing? Six games? Firing? Yeah. Nine, probably. Maybe, maybe eight. Let's look at – they play Jaguars. Excuse me. What's what's it? Yeah, let's look at their schedule real quick. Uh, it's Jaguars, Detroit, Philly, Dallas, Tennessee. Hold on, hold on. So wait, this is a. Duh, 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 duh. 
it's probably if they lose to Chicago, it's after Chicago. It's gotta be the Chicago. Game. If they lose to the Bears week six, it's gotta be after Chicago. Yeah, yeah. that's you're right, then it is six. Yeah. The over under <laughs> is six. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's exactly right. Imagine if they lose in eight, though. If they lose week eight, Carson gets to if they lose in week eight and in week three, Carson will have lost two games to his former teams. And then if he loses week ten as well, three games to his former teams. <laughs> Although actually, at that point, Carson might not be quarterback anymore, but we'll see. Let's, we'll see how it goes. Let's move on from the basement that is uh, yeah. those two teams in the NFC. Let's go to Dallas. Yeah, an interesting idea. That's kind of Dallas's recent history, an interesting idea. <laughs> now, here's the problem. And, I mean, you have to say it first because if I say it, it's just going to sound hacky because I'm an Eagle fan. Okay. My first thought was they're going to miss Amari Cooper. Okay. Um, I, because like their their wide receiver got injured. I forgot his name. I'm sure I you know it. CD. Yeah. CD, I think, is fine. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, Dallas is just uninspiring to me, and it kind of just feels like we're in a holding pattern until they can get Sean Payton next year. Like, that's happening. We all agree that's happening, right? I think most people think that way. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys. What did they do to get better? I think I think they're just an older team now, <laughs> so it's stocked down for me. I, it's just the NFC so weak that I do expect them to make the playoffs. All right, you can start now. Stock down. Yeah, <laughs> stock down. You can't lose Randy Gregory and Amari Cooper and tell me that you got better. Um, I'm not big on Amari Cooper. And I don't think Randy Gregory is that good an end. But they didn't fix the losses. They didn't get they didn't fix anything. It. They spent they all their money keeping people. They lost Lyle Collins. Yeah. They still have they have Tyron Smith, who has spent a lot of time off the field the past few years. They have an interior O line problem. They still didn't get rid of Zeke when they should have. I'm I'm confused. And and I'm sorry, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like Trayvon Diggs is an elite corner. When he is not. No, he's honestly stocked down on Diggs, too. The way he plays, he's going to give up a lot. Trayvon Diggs is Asante Samuel, but bad. Because Asante Samuel would get burned trying to bite routes, but usually not this bad. And certainly not as often. So Trayvon Diggs is either I'm going to intercept the guy or I'm going to give up a touchdown. Like, it's, it's weird. Yeah, the picks are there. It's kind of just... weird. Dallas's whole like offseason was more of just for like like you would be you would they we wouldn't even think they had an offseason really. Dallas usually does more than this. Yeah. Uh but they lost a lot of pieces instead. They lost a lot of pieces. Something about Denver, uh, not Denver, Dallas that I'm just not uh I, I mean listen, it's empty coming from an Eagle fan, but I just I look at it and I don't see a team that's serious. I do not see a serious team. Now their first two weeks are Tampa Bay and Cincinnati. It's so rough. Start. <laughs> That's rough. They get the Giants start. and Washington after that, and then it's the Rams and the Eagles. Not to mention the the NFC East curse. They're not winning the division because they won it last year. All right, so there you go. So stock down, stock down. <laughs> yeah, because they won it last year. Stock down. Now we have three stock downs. Now let me tell you why there's a stock up before Mister Stock Up. Hops up for joy. You know what's funny is I think you're going to have them more stock up than I do. Uh, the Eagles are winning their division. 
everybody. It's more to do with the fact that their division sucks. And uh, I think A.J. Brown is a great pick. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to get worse. I really don't. I think he'll get better. <laughs> I do uh, as well. It's the te- it's a team with pieces that are young who are just naturally going to develop. Right. And, uh, yeah, I'm not worried. And then have you seen Jordan Davis? <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> pretty ridiculous. He's pretty ridiculous. Um, listen, I, the way I view the Eagles right now is I'm trying to temper expectations because I don't think it's normal for anybody to be like, oh, the Eagles are true blue contenders. Like, I – and when you get to the playoffs, anybody's a contender. But what? I kind of see the Eagles as true blue contenders in the NFC. This is my opinion. My opinion of the NFC is based. No, I understand. But when I say true blue contender, I say a Super Bowl contender. Okay. The thing is, the thing is, the way I see it, right? You're going to have an entire AFC filled to the brim with contenders, all beating each other up. That, that's how I view it. So the NFC. Who the division winners in the NFC? Who are they actually fighting against? For in the wild card, they're rounds? not fighting anyone who There's is not wild much. Card in the NFC is not going to be a wild card. No, it's more than likely the four division winners in the NFC this year are going to all be better than the three wild card teams. Yeah, it does feel that way. Yes. Um. So really, when when you're looking at the NFC and a contender, is are they going to be more healthy? Than the AFC team, and if you if you're at the Super Bowl, you are good enough. It's one game; you are good enough to win it. Yeah, of course, so in my opinion. If I'm looking at the NFC East and the rest of the NFC wild card scenarios, the Eagles are contenders. Fair enough. I, I just the eye test on that still tells me you know it is Jalen Hurts. I I'm not the biggest Jalen Hurts advocate, but I'm also not a major detractor. I am truly in the like, let's wait and see what he can do for me type of thing. Because I actually, I think he's actually one of the most interesting players in the NFL right now, because I think a lot of people are, are, are going to be watching if he does take that step or not, Mm -hmm. because there's a true, like there's no majority or minority in who thinks he can or can't perform. There are a lot of people that think he's going to make a step as a lot of people think he's just not that good a quarterback. I'm with you. I don't think there's a world he gets worse. That's not to say he was horrendous last year and he can't be any worse than that. He was fine last year. But I, he's not going to get worse he, than he was. He was bang average last year. He was fine. He was absolutely fine last year. It, you can win a quarterback with that. Pl- you can win a Super Bowl with that quarterback. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl. Job. Worst quarterbacks have won <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah. Worst quarterbacks have won Super Bowls than Jalen Hurts. Um. So I, I am intrigued what um what we're what what what's probably going to be seen out of um out of Jalen Hurts this season. I do have them stock up because they took a wild card team last year. I understand they played an easier schedule, but they have another top five easy schedule yeah. this year. They played a a relatively easy schedule and capitalized on it, got to a wildcard game, and competed with Tampa. Didn't win, of course. Nobody thought they would. But they competed with Tampa, and the team got better. They added a receiver. Devontae Smith's a year older. Your running game was really good last year, and now the O-line might be even better because my lot is getting more polished. Let's let's talk about not a whole lot of negatives. Let's talk about this cupcake schedule, shall we? Phillies? Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles... Hardest teams, in my opinion, that they're going to play this year are 
the Vikings, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look on here, playoff teams from last year the Eagles are playing against. Tennessee, Dallas, Green Bay, Pittsburgh was technically a playoff team. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Arizona is on this schedule. They didn't quite make it last year. And um, uh, and the rest of the schedule is Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville, the Giants twice, and Houston, and Chicago and New Orleans. So you can't tell me they're not going to break ten. <laughs> they're, they're they're playing four games in the NFC North. They should probably win at least two. Yeah, I think they're going to win at least four divisional games. Um, I I think it's honestly closer to five. I do think they're going to sweep New York and Washington. I think that's very fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do think they're going to sweep New York, New York or Washington. I think they'll split Dallas. Um, did you even have a split Dallas? Yeah, you did. Okay. Um, but you had a split Washington. Of the two, splitting Washington, in my opinion, is more likely than splitting New York. Yeah. Philadelphia, historically, the last like decade and a half, has demolished New York. At one point, there was five years in a row with no losses. So we split them last year because Jalen Hurts had a, his worst half of football was last year against New York in the first half, and he threw three picks. He was terrible. And then if not for a Jalen Rieger drop, where have I heard that before, we would have won the game. So it was a bad game that he still almost won for us. So And it was not a – that's a catch you could have made. We all could have made that catch, and Rieger just dropped it. So, you know, no excuses, but he dropped it. You got to win that game. Like with this but schedule, it is you can win. It is possible the Eagles even go into playoffs as one of the top three seeds. It is. It is. Um, you know, you can only control what you can control. If the Rams win seventeen, they'll be the one. But like. I, no one's winning 17. I don't think there's a single team on here that's a 17-win team. Yeah, there is. I also don't think there's a team in here that's an obvious, like, 0-17. I think all the bad oh, I, teams... I can find one for you. <laughs> oh, no, I have the one that I think it could be. Yeah. The one I think it could be, gun to my head, is Chicago. And we're moving on to them. <laughs> yeah, they're next. But, um, yeah, I, I do not look at Chicago right now. And by the way, spoiler alert, we don't give Atlanta 12 wins this year. We did last year. But we, we 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 admit that we took a shot and we were wrong. It's okay. We're going to drink for it. It happens. <laughs> we took a gamble. The record was easy. We didn't understand. The schedule how was it, extremely easy. The schedule was <laughs> stupid, and we really liked Kenny Pitts. Or Kyle Pitts. Kenny Pitt. I just confused him and Kenny Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go on to the so stock up on Philly. Yeah. Let's go to the NFC North. We got eight more teams we'll get through. Let's start with Chicago and dear God. What did Chicago do? What do they do? Like the, the entire offseason. Besides, Ma- besides tell Justin Fields, uh, Chris, get ready to bleep it, to go fuck himself. Because that's what they did. They kind of did. They they are not doing Justin Fields any any service. They're not helping him at all. They're drafting a quarterback next year. What's the point? Darnell Mooney. Yeah, we're going to – Darnell Mooney's the, the truth. What are we doing here? What's the, what's the point? Like, Chicago didn't add anything. The O-line's still not good. The running back is still Montgomery. He's fine. 
But receiving-wise, you're devoid of, of top-end talent. You lost Khalil Mack via trade. I think Akeem Hicks left or retired or something. Eddie Goldman's Their gone. Their wide receiver, too, is Equimania St. Brown. Is that true? Yeah. Dear God. Yeah, Akeem Hicks is, went to Tampa. Eddie Goldman, I think, retired. Yeah, he retired. Roquan Smith wants a trade. Robert Quinn is still there, but another year older. I, I just don't understand. What, what What's the point here? Oh, and one of their starting linebackers is Nicholas Morrow, one of my favorite undrafted free agents from the Raiders for a while. Yeah, so the starting team, it's Fields at quarterback, Montgomery at running back, Cole Komet, and seven other tight ends at tight end. The O-line is Patrick Lucas at center. The end, the, the guards are Cody Whitehair and Michael Schofield. Whitehair's fine, but then you've got your tackles, a starter at left tackle, a fifth-round pick. And Riley Reef apparently has already passed Tevin Jenkins. And apparently oh, Tevin Te- Jenkins is on the mark. On the trade block. He's on the trade yeah. block. Like, what? What are we doing? They're tanking. I, I, is it clear that Chicago's tanking? They have to be. What? You're starting Equinemius St. Brown? They traded for Nikhil Harry. They have Dante Pettis and Tajay Sharp on the payroll. They also have Nathan Peterman on the payroll. Any Jet? Do they really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Their quarterbacks are Fields, Simeon, and Peterman. Dear God. And then on defense, yeah, the defense is better. But no, the not. defense has actual players in the second. Actually, I'll give them this. The secondary is actually good. Yeah. Jalen Johnson, Kyler Gordon, both we loved both of them. Eddie, Eddie Jackson, Jackson is elite. Jaquan Brisker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eddie Jackson's one of my favorite players in the NFL. The linebacking is okay, but it's not terrible really. for Quan Smith leaves. Smith wants to leave. It goes to hell if he leaves. The D line is a mess. You're starting uh you're starting tackles. I don't know who they are. Justin Jones and Angelo Blackson. Hell, your kickers, even Cairo Santos. Everything on this team is bad. I, I I'm sorry, Chicago Bears fans, but I I don't know what you're gonna do. Don't watch the games. This is really bad. And they also employ fullbacks. Yeah, two of them. Oh dear God. Yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna hardest stock down of the day, Chicago. What a mess. You had hope. I didn't have hope in you, but you had hope. Wanna go to Detroit? This is just it's just don't look at it. It's like watching a it's like watching an explosion filled with like actual cow manure. Like Justin Fields can't request a trade, right? Like actually, not yet. It's optic <laughs> optically, it'd be terrible. I mean, optically, they're trying to ruin his career. I understand, and I, I think they will be successful. Justin Fields <laughs> is, yeah. You know what? How much of an apology do we owe to Mitch Trubisky now? I know it's a different regime, but like, it wasn't much better than this. <laughs> Again, this is the second episode in a row. I will reference this. The NFL record books will, 100 years from now, tell the story about how Mitchell Trubisky made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. He shouldn't have, but he did. Also, you have to pay David Montgomery soon. They're not paying David Montgomery. <laughs> there's, there's no world. If David Montgomery is offered a contract for him, he should laugh at them. 
After the way they did Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard was like a really good running yeah. back, and then they're just like, nope, get out. Yep. Went to Philly, played okay. Went to Miami, he was terrible. Came back to Philly, he was fine again, and now I think he's unemployed. It's always the weirdest thing. I don't know why these guys just aren't latching because he's a, he's a pretty good running back. I could use him. Like, why don't why don't you just bring him back? But now, anyway, let's, let's talk about a team that has a better future. You want to do Detroit? Detroit Lions are going. Yeah, this take is a, a big up. stock up for me. They're going to take a step up. It's happening. Get, There's just one get, problem. What? Jared Goff's the quarterback. the quarterback. I mean, it's his last year. They're going to draft one next year. Fine. They're going to move up and draft one because they won't have a top five pick. Yeah, That's we how have big like, of a stock up. I am. We have them kind of middling. Like they're the O line is quality. It's not great, but it's quality. Penny Sewell figured out how to play right tackle a little bit, even though I still think it's a mistake. DeAndre Swift is a really good running back. I think they have Jamal Williams too. Jamal Williams is one of my favorite stories in the NFL. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. You got Amon Ross St. Brown. Didn't they draft Jamison Williams? Um, right? I think yeah. so. I think yeah. that was the trade. So they and drafted also, Jameson let's not, Williams. Let's not forget their first pick, number two overall. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson, who looked like a freak. I in still can't believe the, the Jaguars overall. By the way, oh, I want to cover that too, though. Trayvon Walker also looked like a uh, – Trayvon Walker had a good – He had a good game. He had yeah. a good game. The two of them both played really good games. So we're tied right now. <laughs> Um, but Aiden looked the part. He did. He looked the part. Um, outside of defense improving, offense improving, the coaches. I haven't watched the hard knocks, hard knocks. yet. Yeah, I don't. We, pro- <laughs> we probably should. I've heard it's good. I've heard the first episode was very good, but I, I don't really care. I think the coach is not. I don't think the coach is any good, but I do know that his players will play for him. Yeah. And right now, that seems to be the valuable, the most valuable thing with an NFL coach. I'm going to go stock up, and I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit wins a few surprising games this year. Yeah, I'm also stock up. Um, I mean, there there are stretches here where they can put on streaks. Like they right. play, they play uh, the Bears, the Giants in, in two weeks back to back. Like. They play the Jets and then the Panthers back to back. They play Jets, Panthers, and then Chicago again. So like there's there's windows here where you can see like sustained success. Right. Uh I'm rooting for Detroit. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody is um oh my gosh. I don't think anybody is opposing Detroit here. I think everybody's gonna be pretty happy to watch Detroit improve. Now so. let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, we're going to disagree on this one because I'm going stock down. This is my shot of the team that will surprise in the NFC. I think we have a wild card team here, uh, and I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to look much better on offense. I Like, they have to, right? <laughs> because it's, think. it's no longer uh, – what, what was the head coach? Mike Zimmer. It's no longer Mike Zimmer's offense. Right. Listen, uh, I, yeah, I, I I think that offense is good enough to get them to the playoffs. I think their defensive line is still solid. I, I think we have a team here that will surprise. The Minnesota Vikings are another year older. The yes. Minnesota Vikings still don't have a quarterback. The Minnesota Vikings, listen, I, I say they don't have a quarterback. I understand Kirk Cousins is not the worst in the league. I know that that's not, I, I got it. 
I do not care. I think he's a scrub. Um, but what I will say is looking at the Vikings death chart, which I'm now going to pull up. Okay. I, I'm not overly enthused because you're looking at a team that is getting older. Mm-hmm. You've got Adam Thielen, who is, I believe he's now Cliff's 30. Yeah. You have a, an older Zadarius Smith, an older Eric Kendricks, an older Patrick Peterson, an older Harrison Smith. This is just on the defensive side of the football. You have an older, I mean, I say yeah, older know. Jordan Hicks, but he's been around a bit. He, he hasn't been around that long. Yes, the offense is a bit younger than the defense, but the O-line's still not where it needs to be, although they've invested a lot in it, so I give them credit. Um, I mean, listen, could they surprise people? Yeah, they could. The two-headed monster of Dalvin Cook and Alex Madison is still legitimate. Justin Jefferson and Thielen's still a good wide receiver, too. Thielen's still a very good two. They got K.J. Osborne, who's a pretty good three. They added Albert Wilson. We'll see if he sticks. I'm not sure if he will. But I, 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 they're not a bad team at all. I just keep looking at them as middling as hell. Yeah, but in this NFC, the, the, they this don't, have, they, they this don't NFC. have Anthony Barr anymore. Yeah. Go ahead. But it's just my problem. I don't see them as contenders. I really don't. I think there's. I think there's going to be a gap here. But. The NFC is just that weak. And that's just that's the headline that's going to be there the entire season. The NFC is weak. It doesn't have that many quality football teams. No, it doesn't. Um, I, I don't know. There's just something about this team that screams like 500. And I know you can't be 500 anymore, but like it feels that way. This is a team that is as middling as it gets to me. I don't see them as as a playoff contender. I think they could eke their way into it, but I just I don't look at them and think like, yeah, all right, they'll be there. Their D tackles aren't that impressive to me. Harrison Phillips is now a Viking. I don't think he's that young either. How old is he? Oh no, he is. He's I always mix him up with somebody else. I forget who. But yeah, he's 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 new to them. I, I he's a fine player. I just I don't look at Minnesota through this lens of seriousness. Brand new coach, a coach you and I kind of ragged on when they hired him. I'm going to stick with it and say it's a middling team and we'll go from there. I do find it funny that Kellen Mond is listed as the third quarterback. Yeah, Sean Mannion. I do find that funny. So let's go to the end of the NFC North and try and get through this pretty quickly with Green Bay. Stock down. Stock down. It's just the fact that you're not going to be able to replace Devontae Adams' output. Yeah, I mean they they still uh, the more the more years pass, the more ridiculous the Jordan Love pick looks. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like we 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 were right, but we were right kind of for the wrong reasons at this point because we thought by now Rodgers would have been gone, and yeah. he's not. And at this point, it feels like Rodgers is only not gone to spite the Packers. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me now. So Green Bay is still going to win their fair share of games. On Rogers' talent alone, Christian Watson. To be fair to the Packers, the defense is solid. Defense is fine. Yeah. Watson's a pretty good uh, was it was a decent pick. Um, o line is better than it yeah. has been, but it gets hurt a lot. You've got it does. You've got your runners, but um, you're going to need to throw to less than ideal talent. 
It's going to be Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins and the ghost of Randall Cobb. uh, And Christian Watson. Well, Watson is currently injured. Like, I think he. Oh, I know. I think he's PUP. Wasn't he just activated off PUP, though? I think he literally just got activated. All right. So he'll be be around. We'll see what happens. I'm not counting. I'm not counting the rings yet if I'm a Packer fan, but the stock is definitely down. So they're not as contendery as they were. But this defense, Kenny Clark, Jerron Reed, Preston Smith, Quay Walker was an addition that's nice. We like Quay Walker. Rashawn Gary's growing really well. Yep. Uh, Eric Stokes, Darnell Savage, Jair Alexander. Can we Jair? Uh, We We nailed that back in the day. This defense is fantastic. It's gonna, it's gonna There's be. Talent. You can lean on it. Um, they also still have Razul Douglas, who is one of the best stories of their. Uh, their yeah, I'm interested to see if Razul Douglas keeps it up. Keeps it up. Yeah, I am too. We drafted him in Philly back in the third round of 2015, 16. I had hopes for him. So, so Packers stock down, but we still see you winning your division. Yep. Let's for for now. For now. The Carolina Panthers, the retirement home of unwanted quarterbacks. It it, it feels like a really, really long time ago when you and I thought this, these sleeves are so long, man. I look like a judge. Um, The, (laughs) the, it feels like a really, really long time ago that we said that we thought that the Panthers were going in the right direction. Oh yeah, they've only ever gone down since. Well, they've only started make they've only made baffling move after baffling move. I think you and I started to turn it around. We were like, "Oh no, why did you trade for Sam Darnold?" Yeah. Once they traded for Darnold for a second round pick, I think we were like, "All right, this this is not going the right way." Uh, I think we're wrong. And uh, yeah, right. I I think it's funny. Matt Rule has gone from one of our favorite like coaching hires, or at least one of mine, to. Um, the biggest like, mistake. Mm-hmm. Like fired by week six. Uh Stock down. It, <laughs> leave it or not. Oh god. I think the Panthers are gonna start well. <laughs> and then what Christian McCaffrey's gonna get hurt walking to the vending machine? No, I just think like their first game is against Cleveland, which has some emotion to it. That'll be fun. Then they play Baker Mayfield's well known for controlling his emotions. Then they play the Giants. <laughs> All right. And then they play the Saints. It's a loss. <laughs> then they play Arizona. You know what's funny? The Saints could go 0-17 or go 17-0, and and I couldn't predict either way right now. <laughs> the Saints are a coin flip in every game they play. So, uh, Carolina, stock up or stock down? Um, ironically, I don't trust them at all. <laughs> it's like... On paper, this is a stock up. You got a better quarterback. You drafted a quarterback that may be the future. Uh, It's just the fact that you still are, like, it's just the culture of the team doesn't seem like it's working. The the environment of the team seems like it's getting worse. Culture is damn good. Like, like all of it seems like it's falling apart slowly in front of our eyes. I agree. It's all going to hell. Um, I, I just don't I don't trust what Carolina's doing. I, I can't stock up them at all right now. I, I mean just, the I owner the owner got sued this offseason. Did Tepper? Yeah, yeah, I just don't know what to do with it. I just I, I almost have to give like the Panthers an incomplete. I don't know where they're going. <laughs> Speaking of teams that I don't know where they're going. <laughs> okay. Atlanta. 
Atlanta, yeah. I don't have a clue what Atlanta's doing. Uh, that this said, is a stock am, up for me. I am going to stock up. Though. Yeah. They've made the decision, and I believe it was the right decision, to painfully rebuild. It this, was the right choice. Yeah, this year is going to be painful. This year is going to look bad, but it was the right choice. Calvin Ridley out with the gambling issue is uh, not good for Atlanta. Yeah. He's Kyle not going to remain a Falcon anyways. Probably not. Yeah. Kyle Pitts is is trending, obviously, up. Um, Desmond Ritter's an adequate stab at the future. Ritter, Ritter will probably play this year. Yeah. Uh, Mariota, I just don't know if Mariota's playing 17 games this year. I don't, but, think, I don't think his legs can last. Seven I don't think Mariota thinks he's playing 17 yeah. games this year. <laughs> I think it's funny. Mariota and Jameis are both penciled in as starters for week one. And how did we get here? Let's <laughs> just, this was not supposed to happen the way it's happened. Mariota with his third team and Jameis with his second. It's just mind boggling. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't know what to make of of Atlanta their defense is still garbage their o line is still retooling i i don't even know who's running the ball for them like this is actually a mess let's look at the, the, this depth yeah, chart it's, it's probably it. it's probably a cons- uh, it's probably a Cornell Patterson's the number one running back well, so i know Cornell Patterson's a running back quote unquote but in my brain he isn't also Drake London they drafted who we famously despise <laughs> They drafted Drake London, who already hurt. hurt. He got hurt. He hurt hurt his knee. It's probably not serious. They've got Auden Tate. They've got Brian Edwards. They got Olamide Zacchaeus. They've got a lot of WR4s. Yeah. Uh, O line is mid retool. It's not great yet. They've Uh, got the defense still has Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones, Rashawn Evans, Lorenzo Carter. There's some talent, AJ Terrell, which is like the best talent there. Casey Hayward is a great veteran to hang around AJ Terrell for. Isaiah Oliver still needs to take a step forward. Tease Tabor has a job for now. (laughs) For now. And then, of course, the kicking god himself, Young Young Way. Young Young Way. Young Young Way Koo. Yeah. Uh, there's stuff here. It's just, it's just not going to be a good year. It's no, not. it's, it's, it's going to be tough. This but you're, tough. you have a purpose. You're doing it for a reason. Let's hope it works out. And let's hope midway through the season, you're not playing Felipe Franks, Felipe Franks. So Felipe <laughs> Franks, I think he's transitioning to a tight end. Okay. So I, I don't <laughs> think that's, I, I don't think he is a backup quarterback. I think it is just Mariota and Ritter. Well, but, still, if you're playing him, regardless, it's not a good sign. You don't want to see Felipe Franks on the field too much. Probably not. No. So, yeah, I'm going to go stock down, but I, it's a shame. Uh, but, but on the bright side, now you can't really go lower. Yeah. So all your stock is now up. Uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans. Stock down, down, down. I can't do anything with this team. I, there's nothing I can say. Does Just the drop-off from Peyton to Dennis Allen is enough to go down. Sure. Yeah. You'll have Michael Thomas back. Alvin Kamara apparently will not be suspended for his fight in Vegas during the Pro Bowl. Yeah, for his midday nightclub (laughs) brawl. Um, You still don't have a quarterback. And there were quarterbacks sitting there. (laughs) I don't have a clue what to do with this team. Yeah. I really don't have an idea. The weird, weird team. And yet... um, in this NFC, I can totally see them making the playoffs. <laughs> sure. So, uh, stock down. Stock down. I don't know. 
Coin flip. Like all of their games, coin flip. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You should have retired, you bastard. It's still stocked down for me. Yeah, it is. The team got worse. They're getting older. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to win their division. It won't be close. They will probably be a top two seed in the NFC, but they got worse. They did. At least Antonio Brown's gone. Yeah, he apparently wants to play for Dallas. <laughs> he said, Jerry Jones, call me. Oh, If Jerry does it, I wouldn't even be surprised. That's the only team I could see it happening for now because Jerry's that desperate. Uh, also, the fact is Tom Brady's not with the team right now, and no one really is saying why. It's just that everyone's okay with him being gone. That's just It's, it's a weird... It's it's so weird. So the team's message is nothing's wrong, everything's fine. Uh, Tom Brady has our full support, right? Maybe he's talking to Stephen Ross, and like nothing is serious. And then you have players here, like when they're doing their interviews, who are saying, "I'm praying for Tom Brady," and, and I'm just, what's going on? <laughs> How can he be fine, but you still need to pray for him? Maybe there's a familial issue. It's probably Maybe. what it is. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with not knowing it. I mean, it it is what it is. You know, hopefully everything's okay. I, I don't want Tom Brady to play football anymore, but that doesn't mean I want his family to suffer. Like, you know, um, you know, I hope, hope everything's all right on that front. Um, but, yeah, it is bizarre. It, it is being uh, – it is hot how it's being treated, so it must be something pretty important. And then also uh, your new head coach. Todd Bowles. Yeah. Still, I mean, same regime. Yeah. New head coach. Uh, But I think they'll be fine. It's a weak division. It's a weak division and it's a weak conference. It's an especially weak division. Yeah. So that's the NFC. And traditionally, that's about where we would stop the episode because we're done with what we decided to do today. Mm -hmm. But we mentioned we would reference it slightly earlier when we talked about Watson in relation to the Kyler Murray contract. So let's just touch on it briefly and we'll dive into it deeper when there's an update. Uh, because, you know, once a, once the suspension is finalized, I think at that point we will be able to have the full discussion we need to have about it. Yeah. Um, per, uh, I believe her name was Sue Robinson per Sue Robinson, the independent uh, entity that the NFL and the players union agreed upon. Uh, Deshaun Watson has, as of now, been suspended for six games. Or the recommendation is that he is suspended is to be suspended for six games. Mm-hmm. The NFL has appealed that, and they're working toward what appears to be an indefinite year-long suspension with a large fine, with a with a significant fine. Now, the argument that people want to make online of oh well, they already agreed to an independent entity. Why are they still doing it this way? It's because of what the entity said in her report, the entity did not absolve Deshaun Watson of Jack. Uh, The entity actually stated that her opinion is that Deshaun Watson did engage in a number of violations. Um, The suspension is not finalized as it stands. It's six games. I don't see a world where that's going to go below six games. I don't see a world where it stays at six games either. It's probably going well over six. Yeah. Um, I think the absolute lowest 
we can see out of this, if I if I were betting on it, the absolute lowest amount I think Deshaun Watson's going to miss is eight games. I think it's the absolute lowest. Uh I think that's I think there's one thing we need to check to see if that's right. Go ahead. We're, we we've Browns... been waiting on this because the the appeal the, the the response to the appeal could be out as it was supposed it could have been out as early as today, but it, it isn't yet. So So the Browns play Houston in week thirteen. Okay. There's no way in hell Deshaun Watson plays that game, in my opinion. So I think the absolute minimum suspension the NFL will give him is for the first 13 weeks. Listen, here, here's the deal. There was a report the other day that Deshaun Watson's camp would accept an eight-game suspension with substantial fines. Uh, you don't get to choose that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you would accept. It really, it doesn't matter at all what you would accept. You can argue it all you want. Go ahead and appeal it again. You can you appeal, appeal it. Appeal it. it won't do Go it. Go ahead. Sue. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. So you this this if I were the NFL, I'd be pushing for the, the year long. Mm-hmm. And if I were Deshaun Watson at this point, I'd shut the hell up. Because everything you're saying is hurting you further and hurting those that you've affected further from what it appears. It's not doing your case any favors. And you are still hurting these people. Now, he did finally express some level of remorse, I guess. He said that he apologized. It did not. No, it didn't. He said, like, that I, I'm i sorry to the people that I affected with my actions yeah. or something. It was that, not an apology. It wasn't an apology. It wasn't really an acknowledgement of any sort of wrongdoing. It wasn't any of this. He's maintaining, which is his right, he is maintaining that he has done nothing wrong. And yet um, uh, Brown's ownership does not follow the same line. No, the Brown's ownership appears to state that Sean Watson has expressed remorse, which that thereon just doesn't add up. If you're expressing remorse, that means you think you did something wrong and you're remorseful for doing it. So this is one of the NFL's most ridiculous stories of recent memory. It's appalling, and the NFL, I'm sure, wants nothing more than for this to go away, Mm -hmm. which is why they're pushing for the year. Because if they get the year, obviously, I I think optically, it would look better for the NFL. That's probably the the thought process. Um, As fans, I I don't really give a crap about the optics for the NFL here. I, I think a punishment should be levied that is proximate and correlates to the End offense of <laughs> to the offense I, I, listen there, there's some people that want to show watson and never play again there's some people namely certain what appears to be a minority of browns fans that would like him to play um i'm just gonna raise this as an issue of like innocent till proven guilty because i keep seeing this argument thrown online uh imagine if you will dear listener that you are applying for a job you're just applying for a job and through a background check through a background check for that job it is discovered that or or it is found that you had a one percent chance a one percent chance of having engaged in um Poor conduct in, in potentially illegal uh, assaultive conduct. 
let's just say, put yourself in that position. You are applying for a job. The job distributor, the employer, job distributor, the employer will naturally ask you about it, I think. Most employers would. If they didn't, it's on them more so, although you're still probably not the best person. But let's say they ask you about it. If you tell the truth or don't tell the truth on this, it's pretty irrelevant because there's probably not a candidate for that job. Let's say the other candidate for the job is slightly not as good as you are at the job, but there's a 0% chance that they engaged in assaultive conduct. Who do you think is getting that job? Because the answer is the, the person with the room. <laughs> what? The adult in the room, John. The person that has the 0% chance of engaging in that conduct. I don't think anybody at this point has said Deshaun Watson should be going to jail. There hasn't been a criminal proceeding. A grand jury said there shouldn't be a criminal proceeding. So no one's saying that. But what I think is being lost in all of this is not only did Deshaun Watson get a job, he got a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Nowhere else. Nowhere else in this country. I can't speak to the world. But nowhere else in this country would you have this amount of accusers for potential misconduct and then be rewarded with not only a job, but a quarter of a billion dollars. That just wouldn't occur anywhere. I dare you. I dare anybody listening to this that has done anything of the sort. First of all, please don't do anything like this, like what has been uh, uh, accused if you are doing things like this to people, you you need to reevaluate who you are as a person. But if you try to get a job with this amount of black marks, potential black marks on your record, you're not going to get the job. Simple as that. Simple as that. Regardless of if you are innocent or guilty, if you got 60 people coming in saying, this guy did this to me. And then 59 of the people saying the same thing, roughly. You're not getting that job. So Deshaun Watson will be, and likely should be, suspended for, I, I'm not going to say the amount of time I think he should be suspended. He will be suspended. That's a given. The only question now is the duration. And this whole diatribe I've laid out for you people is not to not for me to get you to agree with me or whatever. I'm sure people are going to still be like, this is proven guilty. It's a sad world where people just get to accuse people and then those people suffer some form of injury. Now, I think I, I'm of the opinion that if you don't injure other people, they're not going to accuse you of injuring them. So I, I think what people need to just step back and take a deep breath on is try and put the scenario in your world and try and put together the realisticness of whether or not you think ever in your life 60 people would come after you in a non-collaborative effort because they weren't all under the same lawyer even. So just think about that, sit with that, and think about maybe, maybe that's not the type of person a team should be employing as the face of their franchise 
Especially. Not even just that. As the fa- sure as the face of a franchise, but maybe. And to Joel Batonio, the statement you made yesterday, in my opinion, is bananas insane. For you to say that this is nothing new, that this is the traditional Cleveland against the world, nobody gives a shit that Deshaun Watson plays for Cleveland. Nobody gives a shit. There were the five fa- other teams that were like... The, the fact that it's Cleveland has nothing to do with anything. And if you think it does, you're dumb. You're dumb. Nobody cares about the fact that it's Cleveland. Yes. Oh, it's yeah, if it was in Tampa, it'd be crazy different. If it was in Indianapolis, oh, nobody would care. Shut up. That is so stupid. That is so stupid. So dumb. So dumb. I, I, I read that and I was like, okay. That I, I literally laughed. I laughed at my own phone screen. That's not right. You are wrong. You are very wrong. So we will talk more about Watson when we get an official ruling. I hope oh, that doesn't I hope that doesn't coincide with a week we have to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Because this is a frustrating situation, a very frustrating situation. So I have stopped engaging with Twitter people about this because you're just not gonna you're not gonna talk any sense into people that way. Um, but I urge people just sit with it for five minutes and just think about it a little bit more. I am not saying Deshaun Watson is guilty of anything. I am saying literally the facts of Deshaun Watson has been accused of blank. Sit with that. Sit with the multitude of people that have accused him of blank and make your own determination. Would you, as an employer, choose to employ somebody with those marks, with those accusations? Just sit with that. And... If you listen to this and you want to post on Twitter or whatever, go ahead. I might read them. <laughs> I might not respond to them, but I might read them. And that was so our that, show. So that's that. We'll be next back next week. week with the AFC. The AFC stock market. <laughs> yeah, stock That's cute. Yeah. AFC stock market next week. And, um, and yeah, we're getting close to the season. We're very, very excited. Um, Thanks for being patient with us. We're sorry. We, we actually had more plans this summer to do more shows and whatever, but things got away from us. We we're going to do more fun things like the, the backup quarterback draft. That was honestly hilarious. <laughs> um, I listened back to it recently and I thought it was so funny that, that you just let Nick Foles off the list. And then I basically had to like scream at you to let me take him. Um, Cause I had just made a pick and then you were like, wait, we left Nick Foles off. And I was like, okay, well then I'm going to take him if he's on the list. I would, I honestly, if he was on the list, if, if he had been on the list at the outset, I might have taken him first for what it's worth. I might I mean, have just taken him. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. I think he's, he might have been the only Super Bowl winning quarterback of who we said. I think he's the only yeah. starting Super Bowl quarterback of who we said. Yeah, starting. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure there's backup quarterbacks in this league with more with rings than the starters. Oh, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. I think there's, I don't know. I'm not going to do the math on that. Chad Henney's got a ring, which is kind of stupid. 
News achieve. It's dumb. Please achieve. I imagine Josh Johnson. Is it Josh Johnson have a ring? <laughs> is Josh I'm, Johnson actually collecting rings? I'm, I'm looking up Josh Johnson real quick, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. But I got to see if Josh Johnson has any rings because he's played with 15 teams. <laughs> Josh Johnson does not have a ring. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you Josh, cannot choose them, can you, Josh? Yeah, you're just not doing too good. Plays for Denver. This is probably his best shot. If Denver wins a ring this year, he'll get one. But yeah, no, he has not won a ring. Every time he's been on a team, they've been bad. Maybe he's a curse. <laughs> Good. Stay in Denver. <laughs> I I just remember uh, I remember watching him play in a game uh-huh. like live back in like 2008 or nine. The early in his career, he was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and they came to Philly and we smacked the crap out of him. Remember when we would go to games? We would go to a Raider game to watch EJ Manuel. Play in preseason. We saw that one preseason game, yeah. and it was so hot. EJ Manuel and Connor Cook. Oh my god, I liked Connor Cook. And we I'm burned stuck. our like we literally had yeah we had sunburn. Yeah, I, I had like a I had a strawberry face for a few days after. <laughs> yeah, not great. Hey, at least Josh Johnson was the XFL passing rating leader. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See you guys next week. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>